too hot for the sweatshirt today. We gotta come up with an intro, dude. We're like, <laughs> we're like 21 episodes deep. I realized yesterday, like, we don't do anything. We don't do, we don't like do a, anything. We don't do like a, hey, everybody, welcome back to here's the thing. Like, we don't do, <laughs> like, we don't fake it. We don't do the like fake bullshit. Like, oh my God. Well, did you hear about this? Well, no, Jake. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't have shit. We really just for slump in here. I like, think hey. I've, I think I've burped. Like, I think. At least 16 of the episodes have started with you being like, hey, you and Jake, and me going, Ugh. That's a good chunk of not just like podcast episodes. Most things most we episodes. record. We I counted. Really, we have 60, 60 videos on our channel. I'm pretty sure like 40 We got to come up with a fucking intro <laughs> for something. Like, <laughs> like. I agree. Like for Holy basement, <laughs> like for the movie videos, I'm like. Welcome to the basement. Welcome back Pops. to the basement, Pops. Thanks for watching, everybody. For the video games, we're like. The game seller. Yeah. And yeah. then for this, I think it's because it's like an audio art form. I just don't know what to do. Because it's like, I watch, not watch, I listen to like three podcasts yeah. total. I'm not a big podcast guy, which yeah. is ironic. But like, I listen to like Bodega Boys, mm. and they do a bit at the start of every single episode. <laughs> and it, it it's, I don't like it. But it's just stupid. Like, it, it's whatever's happening in current news events, they'll mock it in, like, a press conference. So, like, when Trump was president saying stupid shit, they would do mock press conferences. And then they'd just get raunchy and gross and disgusting. And then they'd be like, do the drop. And somebody would do a drop, like a beat drop, and they'll be like, you're listening to Bodega Boys. And it's Welcome like... Welcome back. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's the intro. Like, the first time I listened to it, I remember being like, what the fuck is this? Because it's just two dudes. And then the other one I watch, listen to, because it's a podcast. The other <laughs> one I listen to is one called What Had Happened Was, which is the rapper Open Mike Eagle talks to other rappers. So, like, season one was Prince Paul. So, he did, like, the the intro was him. It was the same every episode. It was the same little rap. It was a 45-second rap where he's rapping about the other artist, giving you an introduction to who he's talking to. Oh, shit. That's and then cool. this new season is LP from Run the Jewels fame. And so he does a little rap over a beat that sounds like it would be an LP beat. Oh, yeah. And he's giving you an intro talking about LP in this rap. And we don't. <laughs> it's funny because we, I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts either. But the, the few that I do, a lot of them are just like, hey, we're back. Don't have an intro. One of them I listen to is just the Super Mega cast. I like Super Mega. And they're on episode, like, 200-something, and they're like, we still don't have an intro. <laughs> yeah, like, I listen to one called Dissect, which is a great... That's an awesome It's a great podcast. podcast. But even he has a fucking intro, and he's just cutting through music. <laughs> we ain't got shit, man. We gotta come up with something. We yeah, gotta. Like, we gotta. <laughs> is, is this 21? We gotta come up with one it's by 20. It's 21. We gotta come up with one by 25. Our podcast is now able to go to a bar, order a drink, I'm saying by twenty <laughs> by 25, we're gonna have an intro. We'll come yeah. up with something. They're setting that deadline. It's I, a have month. We I have to. I have to. Because, like, we just don't have one. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it just occurred to me, too. Like, I didn't want it. I didn't plan on really? talking. Oh, this wasn't a planned bit. It never this, occurred to you? No. It, it's occurred to me. But this wasn't, like, a planned thing I wanted to talk about. I have a typed out list of shit I want to talk about. This isn't on the list. <laughs> I had something I wanted to start off talking about because I know you don't know anything about him. And I want to educate you on this person. Hell yeah. But then we started talking and I was like, man, fuck that person. <laughs> we don't have an intro. I need to talk about this. Basically, nothing. what I'm trying to say is 
my ADD is acting up, and I'm a grown ass man. And here's the thing. And here's what's up. <laughs> we don't have an intro. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking about it. Um, that coffee cup just said yeah, it's been there for months. I dude. didn't know that. Actually. This is from. Oh my god. Oh shit. my god. Oh my god. We gotta clean up this. This is bad. That's bad. That's from Blue Moose. What? <laughs> is it really? That's how old that is. For those that didn't hear me, there's a coffee cup on the floor. I think I thought it was empty while we were recording something. Look at how black that is. For you, those, for those that can't see and you listen on Spotify. It's like ink black. It's coffee from a place that I worked at. Oh, it's, oh, it's moldy. Oh, it's, it dis- it's probably disgusting. <laughs> I would, I'm terrified to even look in the cup. Uh, but it's from, yeah, I want to like wash my thumb. It's from a place I worked at where my boss was a racist fuck. Yeah, you remember that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been there been since, since like, like February. Yeah. Cause I think the last I think the last holiday I worked while I was there was Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's been over three months. Because I was working at Purple Finch, which I love. I love Purple Finch. Love Purple Finch. But I was working there St. Patrick's Day. So between Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. So yeah, right around the end of February I left. The coffee cup is from there. I mean, I just looked over and I'm like, and that's I think, black. <laughs> I think I thought it was empty, which is why I was like, yeah, it's been there forever. Don't worry about it. It's not. It's, it's not empty. Something's growing. That's gross. That's so <laughs> fucking gross. Um, anyway. But no, what I was going to say was a man died today. Today? Was the headline from today? Well, shit. No, no. Rest in piss, dude. What? Rest in piss, rest bro. Rest in piss? June 5th. What's today? The 7th? So a man died two days ago. Rest in piss to... Former Governor John M. Patterson, would you like to know why I'm saying rest in piss to a man who was a governor who died at 99? I am curious. Because the name sounds familiar. Known? and Well, you probably read a book about him. Or he was a character in a book. Did you ever read Little Rock Nine? No. You know about it? A little bit. You know about, like, Selma? Yeah. You know about Alabama in the 60s? Mm Mm-hmm. This man... (laughs) Was governor of Alabama Ah. from 1959 to 1963. He was only allowed one term due to being constitutionally barred from a second consecutive term. Here's why I say rest in piss. (laughs) His tenure coincided with the centennial celebrations of the Civil War. He hung Confederate flags fluttering atop the state capitol. Clan activity surged across Alabama, where he then welcomed them. He literally welcomed the Klan, welcomed their events, uh, gave them freedom to march in Montgomery, Alabama. He voiced no objections, and when asked about it, he called it a free country. He was also a known segregationist, which is the person that wants shit separate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he sucked dick. Like, massive dick. Um, he vowed to continue resistance to segregation. He outlawed segregation in public schools. No, he... Yeah. When the Supreme Court outlawed racial segregation in public schools, he vowed to continue resistance, even if it meant closing schools, which he then did. Uh, when integration continued, he warned it would lead to bloodshed, quote, 
If a school in Alabama is integrated, it will be over my body, he was quoted as saying. Uh, he endorsed JFK for president. Okay. In a weird little twist. I was about to say, that seems a little out of character. He then supplied a half dozen B-26 bombers for the Bay of Pigs invasion. Oh. You know, that one yep. splotch on JFK? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was that. That little ink dot right there? Uh. He was credited with... Inc- oh, okay, so he increased funding for education. Highway construction <laughs> and improved waterways and docks, but they also built more facilities for the mentally ill and cracked down on loan sharks. So that's cool. But, but he'll way. most likely be remembered as one of the most intractable white supremacists of his day. He's fucking awful. What's his name again? Uh, John M. Patterson. John M. Patterson. Rest in piss, bro. Fuck you, Fuck you bro. <laughs> 99 fuck you dude i don't care what you did he could have lived the most amazing life after that because he was also one of the youngest governors in american history oh yeah uh no wonder he got so much stuff done with how little time he had I yeah i don't say, but he, like he but my thing is he so he he was the youngest governor in alabama history he was 37 i don't really care what he did after because no. he only served for four years so he got out at 41 he's probably best friends with the clan wizard I, the archduke archduke what Best friends with the racist right? no, people. No, it's it's no. You're right. It is Grand Wizard. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I always because I was always like, that's a little that's a funny. Little funny, yeah. <laughs> no man, we're a really serious group, bro. What's your leader called? The Grand Wizard, dude. Don't laugh. Like, <laughs> like it's fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, that was something I found that I was like, yo, fuck that, yo, dude. Fuck you. Rest in piss. Yeah, dude. That dude fucking sucks. Before I get into, like, movie news and stuff, I do have a question. Mm. If you had to hide a loaded gun... Okay. ...on your person mm. to sneak a gun into a building... Okay. Where would you hide said gun? Handgun. Just a pistol. Where would it go? Am I wearing, like, jeans and, like, an overcoat and shit? Sure, but you might get searched. Okay. So, like, you might get pat down. You might get strip searched. That is a risk. It's- Probably like inner thigh or something. Inner thigh, like like somewhere inner harder thigh. to see. Okay. Or, or like I don't carry guns. But, but you know what I mean. Like I do know. What like you mean. you're trying to somewhere be like you're trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. Like on your like tuck it in your back. Right yeah. Here, yeah. Or... So a man hit a loaded gun. Yeah. In his ass. I. You know what? When you said hide a loaded gun, the first thing I thought was just barrel up the butthole. No. <laughs> whole gun, just in your ass. Like like where handle, do you think? Like back yeah, I don't know. I didn't click on it um <laughs> where do you think he was going you're sneaking a gun into a place and you're and your best bet of getting away with it is shoving a gun up your ass where do you think he was going i oh my god the post office i don't know prison yeah okay. <laughs> he was going to jail and he shoved a gun up his ass do you know what kind of gun? No, but do you know oh, what they whew. do when you get to prison? Yeah, they search your asshole. They cavity search. Yeah. You. My man bent over, coughed, and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being the cop, because like, like there's no way, because that's when it's like the the barrel up the ass. It's like okay, maybe, but, but then the if I clench thing. if I clench too hard, am I gonna pull the trigger? Like when it's going up, does it like cock itself? But does the it whole in? gun is in his ass. I mean, if it was like, oh, a little pocket pistol, that makes sense. But if it was like, oh, a Smith and Wesson, <laughs> like, 
Jesus Christ. I'm so curious about what type of gun it was. It's like, oh, man, that guy fit a whole sawed-off shotgun up there. That's Dude, impressive. I'm looking it up now. I want to know. <laughs> a loaded 25 caliber Titan pistol. Oh, it's a little fucking mini one. That's what I thought. It's the little mini gun. It's the one where you're... It's the tiny one. It's the tiny gun where, like, two of your fingers hold the fucking handle. Yeah. But still, that up your ass? Oh, yeah. I have, like, I'm going to put up the one where it's, like, in a guy's hand for reference, like, in his palm. That's still... Up your ass. Wouldn't feel good. Up your ass. Did he pull, like, the Stevo and put in, like, a condom and shit? I don't know. Or was he just raw dog? But you know what the best part is? What? He was arrested on gun charges. And smuggling? A man, <laughs> a Louisiana man, was arrested on gun charges. And on his way to jail, he hid his loaded gun in his ass. The pistol's more than four inches long, and it's at least 2.5 inches wide because the barrel's a 2.5-inch barrel. He was getting ready for prison, man. He My man. Up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My first thought is never... I'm put the I'm a mm, mm. I'm gonna put the like you can't take my guns from me I'm gonna put one in my ass. <laughs> now imagine being the cop, strip searching and just being like bend over and cough, <coughs> and a barrel just pops out pops out, out pointing <laughs> at your face. That'd be so fucking funny. Oh my god! I think because I think for a moment the cops are freaking out, putting them away, and then everybody would just lose their goddamn mind. That's so That'd funny. be so funny. Like, I'd be like, yo, come get a picture of this. Oh, my God. Uh, I didn't even think about the barrel coming out the other way, like, threatening the cop. <laughs> like, coughs, pokes out. Don't tell anybody about this. I was like, okay. That'd be crazy. So. <laughs> that's really funny. That happened pa- this past September. So, almost a year ago. Oh, my God. But then so this funny. headline happened in May. May 27th. So, like, 10 days ago. Hmm. Uh, six people. Kidnapped a girl, hmm. demanded $10,000 for her return. Okay. They were found and arrested before the family got the ransom note. Like, just in coincidence? The only reason people know how much they were asking for was because the cops, when they found them, found the ransom note. Where do you think they kidnapped this person from? Probably someone in Florida. No. Right next door to a training center for cops. Oh. Oh. Fucking morons. They, six people grabbed a young girl and took off next to a training center for the NYPD. What, what kind of thought process? What? Right? Like. But then imagine being the chief of police just watching and being like, do we let him get away? Because <laughs> we know what. All six of them look like. We have cameras around the whole fucking block. It's like, also like that moment where the cops in training are like, no. But Nobody literally, stupid. the cops literally saw it, took off after them, busted them, busted them, arrest all six of them, call the family to be like, hey, your daughter just got kidnapped. We got her back. We found her. That's how good we are. <laughs> you didn't even fucking know. How do you know we didn't know? We have the ransom note. Imagine sitting down at that meeting, like being like, okay, guys, we're going to kidnap this girl. There's a police training center next door. Don't let that, don't let that get to you. They'll never expect it. Yeah. So like. They'll never expect it. So the full, <laughs> the full story is basically this 19 year old 
was lured to this place to buy a car on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. He arrives. These six people show up, push him into the vehicle, blindfold him, take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, NYPD saw the whole thing and arrested them. There was also it's too, it's there was also a parks department like across the street. I can just imagine like in a film like this whole tussle happening and then across the street like right outside the front door is just a cop sipping on his coffee. Like, oh, it's like the scene. Let it play out. Like the scene in fucking the town. Yeah. Where they take off, get to their burner car, go to transfer the money turn and there's a cop sitting there and the cops just like yep fuck that and turns away <laughs> like but in this one the cops are just watching like hey how you doing <laughs> no do it no 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 keep going please we'll let you do it like <laughs> but no of course they didn't actually let them do it like it was happening and the cops are like what and took off and then the people drive off in the car with the person and the cops just chase them down and are like hi <laughs> Do you all know how six, fast you were going? All six people were arrested. I think it's fucking crazy. Oh my god! But yeah, That's stupid. That's I think it's fucking hilarious. It is really funny. It's really dumb. It's so dumb. It's oh. like, yo, why don't we pick? Wait, so they were? It was for a car for Facebook Marketplace. Yes. Did they get to? They didn't get to choose the meeting point, right? No, because when yeah. you sell something on Facebook Marketplace, the seller's like, yo. Okay. And the seller was probably like, "I'm right outside this police station. I'll be safe." No, he probably was just like living there. No, nah, pro- honestly, it sounds like they're fucking morons. Probably didn't even know. <laughs> probably was like, this no, seems talking, like a stranded area. I'm talking the seller like set up the deal there to be like, oh yeah, it's right outside of a police station. No sketchy people are gonna show up outside oh, maybe. of the police station and kidnap me. Maybe. But guess what? <laughs> he got the ride of a lifetime for like 30 minutes, and then <laughs> dude, crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. but yeah, that happened. Well, um. But yeah, glad that guy's okay. So that's fun headlines I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, and then in terms of entertainment news, uh, Fast and the Furious Nine, mm-hmm. F nine, the tenth movie in the Fast and the Furious franchise as a whole, mm-hmm. made two hundred fifty million dollars internationally already. When did it come out? I don't know, but in the times of COVID, that's like a lot, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't come out yet stateside. When it does, I'll see it. Yeah, your buddy is gonna contribute like two hundred dollars. Oh, that. dude, Tyborg. Tyborg. Tyborg is gonna eat that <laughs> shit up. He's probably already seen it a million times. Just pirating it, just uh, streaming it. But then also, Quiet Place Two came out. Did that? I. It must have done well because it's already got a third on the way. It, it is getting a third movie on the way, and mm-hmm. I'm only excited about it because of the director. Who's directing it? Jeff Nichols. You don't know who that is. Ooh. Your silence. Speaks volumes. Yeah, I'm trying to... Jeff Nichols mm-hmm. is a indie director, but okay. he's, like, really, really good. Like, he hasn't made a bad movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, like, he's that indie director where it's like, man, just make a mainstream movie. And he just fucking hasn't. Well, he's going to now. <laughs> but he's fucking crushing it. Like, he made the movie Take Shelter with Michael Shannon. Okay. Which is really good and worth watching. Hmm. And then he made the movie Mud. Which is Matthew McConaughey being a father figure to two kids. The other thing about his movies is they're all a different genre. It's pretty fucking dope. Cool. Then he made a movie called Midnight Special, which is like a Steven Spielberg sci-fi movie type deal with a father and son on the run, pursued by the government. 
but at this point he started working with like famous actors so like adam drivers in that one. Oh, cool yeah and michael shannon he works with michael shannon a lot uh and then he made a movie called loving about uh the couple the lovings they were a couple in virginia i believe who were arrested for trying to get married because there it was an interracial marriage oh yeah. uh but it's an amazing movie but yeah he literally has like no bad movie and then quiet place 2 comes out i haven't i haven't seen it yet uh and he gets tapped for quiet place 3 like immediately oh yeah quiet place 3 got announced i just assumed john krasinski was directing it again yeah which like cool i still gotta see the second one i didn't love the first one but like great i'm in i don't care I might see the third one before I even see the second one. It just, <laughs> it just, it weirded me out because right before the second one came out, I watched an interview of John Krasinski going, yeah, I was really hesitant to do the second movie because well, yeah. I'm a fan first and I just want to make sure I'm doing justice to it. And the moment the second movie came out, the third one got announced and I'm like, that's kind of, hmm, that doesn't really line up with what he said in that interview. Well, cause it's still a business. Like. Yeah. Like the I know. the producers could give a fuck. Like I just wonder if, how he feels about. It. Oh, he probably doesn't care. Yeah. Like, like he's he probably doesn't care, but only because he's not making it. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. I like, like there probably wasn't a contract where they held it in front of his face and they're like, no, 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 you didn't read it. You have to make it. Yeah. Like it was probably like producers were probably like we're making a third. Fuck if we gotta tell they John. They probably like, were like, yeah, you have the rights until the third movie, and then we're yeah. Like, because it it's still guy. a business. Yeah, but I get that. I mean, I think it would have been. I I get where you're coming from, and if he had been announced as director for the third one too, I would be like, yeah, what the fuck is that? But mm. yeah, they were like, here's the third one, and here's who directed it, who's directing it, and it's not Krasinski. So I'm like, oh cool. They're really, I think they're just really trying to create a universe out of that. Hey, and go for it. Which I think is what a lot of movies are trying to do is create universes. Well, yeah, and lore around. Like continuous building on lore, which is like what Marvel did. Yeah, I'm I'm with it if it's good. Yeah, if it's good. if it's good, I'm with it. I really like one shot movies though. I feel like there aren't a lot of movies that are just like one and done anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean, what Avatar showed up, mm-hmm. became the highest grossing film of all time. Mm-hmm. Disappeared. For, <laughs> it disappeared for a disappeared while. Disappeared for like thirteen years. <laughs> By the time the second one comes out be 15 years like which then it'll be part of the thing of like no they're trying to build a universe but it's like nah son they just proven a point like yeah like (laughs) the fuck that like i mean i was because i was just scrolling through movie news earlier and it was like marvel marvel pirates of the caribbean which i didn't look into which i wish i did indiana (laughs) jones movie just like other shit other shit and i'm like these are all nothing like new well no like uh Christopher Nolan's movies. True, yeah. You get like Christopher Tenet. Movies, which, <laughs> there are so many theories that argue that it's like, it's all in the same universe. But if it is, like, great. <laughs> like, like there's the there's the whole, uh, like, conspiracy that all of Quentin Tarantino's movies are in the same universe. Yeah, because they have the same references. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to watch Inglorious Bastards to understand Kill Bill, which you had to see Pulp Fiction to get. Like, mm-hmm. nah, it's just... Like, the same cigarettes show up in all the movies. Great. Cool. Cool. And the brothers from Pulp Fiction... Like, John Travolta's the brother of fucking... The guy from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, yeah. They're brothers. Like, cool. The Vega. The Vega brothers. Like, great. And, like, 
like in Edgar Wright movies where that same ice cream fucking always. Yeah, shows. like stuff yeah. like that, I don't mind. So if it came out in like ten years that Christopher Nolan was like, oh yeah, so like the prestige, inception, and tenet and interstellar, that's the same world. I first of all I'd be like, so you had the technology to do all that shit in tenet, but you couldn't save Earth in Interstellar? Mm-hmm. I just wanna know. But like <laughs> I'm just curious. But then at the same time I'd be like, nah, cool, whatever. <laughs> like stuff like that I think is cool. But yeah, like yeah. you got Tenet, you got I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones. I'm just blanking on them right now. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, But no, I get what you're saying. Quiet Place Quiet Place 3 is getting uh is is apparently been announced and Quiet Place 2 is, is it did well. It did so do far. well for yeah. a, for a horror movie. It did do pretty well. It's becoming... I feel like it's less... I feel like the first one was a horror movie, and this one's just more of kind of a thriller. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But I didn't think the first one was that... Yeah, it's more of a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it is. It's a good movie. I thought when John Krasinski like died in the movie, I was like, oh. I thought it was so fucking cheesy, though. Yeah, of course it was. It was so cheesy. Nah. Like... So, because his daughter's deaf... Mm-hmm. And I would like as soon as I found out the daughter was deaf, I'm like, oh, this movie's gonna do the fun, cool audio thing, and it did. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he's telling his daughter he loves her because she doesn't feel loved because he's like a dick. Yeah. But only to her, which I did think was funny, because <laughs> like he loves his wife, he loves his other kid. He's gonna be a new father to this third kid. I'm like, wow, this daughter just wants attention. <laughs> and then he dies, and at the end. He does some cheesy, like, I've always loved you shit, but he does it in sign language to the daughter. And it's like, bro, the monster is coming to get you. She can read lips. Just yell. Just say the shit. You're going to (laughs) die. And then instead, he does it in fucking sign language and then screams for the monster to come attack him. And I remember just sitting in bed just like, really, bro? Like, I was like, really, dude? I just feel like the scream to get the monster's attention could have been so much more impactful than, hey! You! Yeah, like, he could have screamed bloody murder. <laughs> like, he could have been like, and it comes charging at him, and instead he just like, hey, and it just fucking but <laughs> just beheads him. It is a good movie. I just, I don't know. Nah. I didn't think, like, it came out, and I remember it being like. It was a sensation. Yeah, and I just remember being like, there are better movies out there. Yeah. Because then it was like, no, because he plays with audio, and it's like, you should go watch, uh, uh, what is it? It's the one where the girl is deaf. And it's, oh, isn't it just silence? No, hold on. I gotta find it. I know what you're talking I gotta about. go down the rabbit hole. Hush. It's called Hush. Hush. There it is. Hush is amazing. And if you like fucking Quiet Place, <laughs> check out Hush, because it'll fucking blow your mind. I think people like Quiet Place less because of, oh, the audio plays. And it's more because, oh, monsters. Yeah, and like Emily <laughs> Blunt and John Krasinski are a cute couple. They are. I think it was more just John Krasinski having fun. With a movie. Yeah, and it was, and it was, it was good. good. It, it didn't hurt that the movie he decided to direct as his debut was also just put together really well. Like, yeah, it, it was. wasn't bad. But uh, I don't remember how we got on this. We were talking about, I don't remember, Quiet Place 2. Yeah, and how Quiet Place 3 got announced. And yeah. now I'm looking at movies that didn't get a sequel but deserve a sequel. But yeah, Tenet's not going to get a sequel. <laughs> you know what's probably going to get a sequel? What? Nomadland. No, I'm fucking with you. Oh god! I watched the trailer for Eternals actually the other day. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it it seems 
Bro, I'm just excited for a new Marvel movie. I'm not like a fake fan. Like, I'm fucking pumped. I do like the uh, the Indian uh, Indian representation of a superhero by I forget his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, fucking, he was in the Big Sick. Yeah. Uh, is it Kamal Ninjani? Kamal, yeah, yeah, Kamal. Kamal. He, cause I like him, and him in like kind Kamal of Kamal Ninjani. Kamal. Kumail. I think it's Ninjani. Kamal. Hold on, Wikipedia does how to pronounce it. Kumail Nanjiani, yeah. Kumail Nanjiani. Whatever. Yeah. Kumail. Yeah. I'm going to call him Kumail because that's what they call him in the big sick. Yeah. And Ray Romano's never lied to me before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw him and I'm like, oh, cool. It just seems like they're bringing in proper representation. Yeah, I think. And I'm like, cool. And I think they're smart about it too because then I took a stupid fucking class in college about representation in film. Yeah. And there's the argument of like, well, why weren't they doing it before? And this is when Jake gets to use his education and also sound like a dick who thinks he's smarter than people. But it's because I'm a dick and I'm smarter than people, <laughs> especially <laughs> on shit like this. <coughs> it's literally, you so, have a degree in it. <laughs> so when it comes to representation in movies, and this is more, I sound like I'm ta- I've talked about this often, it's because my little sister is one of those people where it's like, yeah, it's great that they're doing it, but why did it take them so long? And with wow. Marvel, and specifically major franchises and Hollywood as a whole, indie movies are usually 20 years ahead. Mm-hmm. So like Moonlight wins Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Huge moment for Hollywood and the gay community. Because before that, there was you know Brokeback Mountain, but Brokeback Mountain didn't win Best Picture. And Brokeback yeah. Mountain was also about two white gay people. Moonlight was about a gay man in Miami who was black. It's an amazing movie. Wins Best Picture. You know what came out in like 1993 about a gay black woman? What? It's called like The Watermelon Lady. Hold on. That sounds familiar. Let me get it right. The Watermelon Lady? No, it's got The Watermelon Woman. Oh. It came out in 1996. It's a romantic comedy drama. About a young black lesbian working a day job in a video store. Hmm. Sounds like it'd do really well today. Yeah, it sounds like kind of a clerk's. It yeah, it sounds like it'd do really, really well. It was an indie movie released in 1995, 96. Its budget was like three hundred thousand and it didn't make any money. Indie hit, and it's known in Indiewood. Like in terms of nineties Indiewood, mm-hmm. big movie. People loved it. Same with Gus Van Sant's uh, My Own Private Idaho with Keanu Reeves and River Phoenix playing two young men who have feelings for each other. By the way, Brokeback Mountain came out like 11 years later. Yeah. So, like, with representation in movies, if you want to see it, look for it. You'll probably find it. Yeah, it's just, it's about marketing. But with representation in mainstream movies, the mainstream isn't always ready for that. No. Like, 2005 comic book movies were like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. X-Men, Batman. No one was really ready in terms of pop culture, in terms of conversations we're having as a pop culture community. No one was ready for the gay black superhero. Yeah. No one felt the need to want that or talk about it because no one thought that there were kids out there that needed to see that. Yeah. Granted, of course there are. Yeah, of course, of course there are. But as a business, because then my sister gets mad because she's like, well, just make the movie. And I have to sit there and be like, I'm not the person making the movie, first of all. Don't I wish, be mad at me. Like, I wish I was. <laughs> They're probably making a lot of money. 
but then it's a business. Yeah. Which then it becomes the thing of like, now they're making the money off of it. So now it's like, of course we can make it. People want to see it. We know people want to see it. People, we didn't know people want to see it. We put Black Panther in five minutes of Captain America Civil War. Kids are walking around going, Wakanda forever. It's a huge moment. So we make Black Panther. Everybody comes and sees Black Panther. It makes over a billion dollars. Turns out people were ready to see it. So now, let's go. It's also the fact that indie movies, like you said, are ahead of their time. They also don't need to care. They No, they don't. They don't need to care. Indie movies. they, They take risks that big company yeah. won't do for and, good and bad like there are indie yeah. movies that are disgusting and just and terrible. wrong but there are also indie movies that they don't have to care they don't need to worry about marketing because it's an indie movie i'm saying those people that made those movies then grow to be better filmmakers yeah then make it into the mainstream and then they have more influence or bigger companies or they don't and they just stay as an indie filmmaker but like with indie movies it's like okay if i'm spending five thousand dollars yeah to make this movie and I'm probably going to make seven grand back. Not even back. I'll make two grand back. Yeah, you'll make a profit of two. Yeah. A little profit, yeah. enough to live off of, but I'm not Martin Scorsese. Yeah. But I'm living comfortably. I don't need to really give a fuck. I don't care if the, I don't care if the audience isn't ready. I'm making it. Because some people are going to watch it. I'm going to make money. Who gives a shit? But I'm also one person. Mm. Like, I'm making the I wrote, produced, directed, starred. Like that movie Shithouse I talked about. That was made by one guy. He wrote, produced, starred, directed it. He probably didn't think that people would give a fuck about it. It premiered at South by Southwest and people love it. But he probably didn't think that people would give a fuck. He was a college kid, made a movie about being a college kid. Yeah, at a certain point, when it comes to a lot of movies that succeed, it's when act- actors, creators, artists stop caring yeah, and they're like people aren't going to care about this, and that's when it succeeds. But then with big movies like the MCU, it's more a business. Like, mm-hmm. like they didn't like Black Panther didn't premiere before the first Avengers movie for a reason. Yeah, and you know, it was also a different time. When the exactly, first it's came like, out. and and that's the thing. So my little sister will sit there and be like, but then people are ready for it, and now they know people are ready for it. And I'm like, well, now they're making the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So what's the fucking problem? And she's like, well, they should make it sooner. And it's Everything like, can't happen all at once. And it's also, yeah, and it's the business aspect of it, of like, yeah. you got to secure the market, you got to get the audience, and then you can start being like, okay, well, they loved the Avengers, let's throw in this movie. Okay, well, 25% of the audience that loved the Avengers didn't go see that movie. Cool. Well, let's release this other Avengers movie. Okay, that 25% came back, and now we have 100% of the people that saw this movie. Great. Now we just got like 160% more. That's fantastic. And my little sister's just sitting there like, business is stupid. And I'm like, it is. It's also how the world works. It's also money. Like, that's how they make money. But no, Eternals looks dope. Eternals Eternals does look dope. But no, yeah. And I'm excited for it because, yeah, representation does matter. And then with Kamal Nanjiani and then fucking uh, the Miss Marvel series coming out. Oh. Oh, did you not know about that? No. Oh, yeah. They're making... Um, Hold on. Let me get it right. They're making a Miss Marvel TV show. Oh. For Disney+. Plus. That's cool. It is. Uh, it's notable and it's important for representation because uh, this Miss Marvel mm-hmm. is Marvel's first Muslim character. Oh. So oh, it'll be the okay. first Muslim superhero <clears throat> to star in their own thing. Cool. Which is really cool. That's dope. Uh... Yeah, and it'll be part of phase four of the MCU. 
Yeah. And it'll set up for the film The Marvels, which is an upcoming movie about Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Yeah. So cool. And, you know. Coming out in 2022? Yeah. 2022. I so. yeah. yeah. I know that. <clears throat> you know what's funny about uh, Eternals, though, is that, you know, who didn't make me go, oh, I'm excited to see them? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. She, I just, I was like, it just looks like Angelina Jolie with white hair. She but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because I think, Angelina Jolie, I think people forget that she can bring it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, I don't think. I hope she surprises me. I hope she's, she like, I'm like, whoa, holy shit, she's a cool superhero. Yeah. And I'm sure she will be. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> also, you know who directed Eternals? Uh, it's Chloe Zhao, right? Yeah, recently off her wins for Nomadland. Yeah, that's why I brought up uh, Eternals because you said Nomadland. That's right, Land. I said <laughs> it's getting a sequel. sequel. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, and it's a teaser trailer too, so like... Mm-hmm. I did like the... the I mentioned Come On Johnny also because there's like a small Bollywood clip in it for like two seconds and I'm like, oh, there's going to be some Bollywood exploding into this movie. I'm like, that's cool. Bollywood's a fun genre. I think Angelina Jolie might be one of the villains. She looks villainous. So, yeah. So I'm reading the Wikipedia page. But she's she sits with the heroes. Yeah. Well, so here's why. Angelina Jolie stars as Thena. Thena is a fierce warrior eternal who can form any weapon of cosmic energy. She develops a close bond with Gilgamesh over the centuries. I'm like, who the fuck is Gilgamesh? Don Lee is playing Gilgamesh. He is the strongest Eternal who can project an exoskeleton of cosmic energy. He becomes Thanos' partner in their exile from the other Eternals. Oh, dope. <laughs> so that's cool. That sounds like... I'm down. Be- I don't need a trailer. I'm good with what I'm forming in my head. That sounds like there's going to be a sequel to Eternals. Though. Probably, bro. Yeah. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Do you think it's going to get a sequel? <laughs> nah, they never do sequel? sequels, bro. They never do sequels. <laughs> never. In Phase 4 alone, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Six out of the 11 movies are sequels. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, no, I don't think Eternals will get a sequel. No. No. Uh, Chloe Zhao is not a super reliable director, so, I mean, she doesn't have, like, any Fuck Oscars that movie. or anything. It's not going to do well. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But, no, uh, no. Bollywood is dope Bollywood as well, dope. just so that doesn't get left unsaid. But, yeah. So, I think the second most profitable, like, genre. Uh, world, it is. It yeah. is because there's Hollywood, Bollywood, Nollywood, Indiewood. Yeah. Nollywood is Africa, for people that don't know. Is that the one that makes it's those... such shitty movies? But the they... shitty movies that so, everybody makes a meme out of. Yeah, I'm a pop off. Oh. <laughs> I took a class on Nollywood. You did? Oh yeah. So my college experience, I took like most of the requirements first year. Somehow, I don't remember how I did it. I think because at the time I had two majors, so they were like, get all your requirements done in two years. But for two majors, it was like, your first two years are just going to be all requirements. Mm-hmm. And then I did all my requirements in one year because by the end of the first year, I dropped my second major. Oh, so you were just And like- the school was like, well, it lines up. <laughs> so, cool. And so then I was just taking a bunch of electives, but exclusively in film. Like, my advisor would be like, do you not want to take, like, Psych 101? And I'd be like, well, I do, but you're doing a class on road movies? That seems pretty cool. That's and fun. and then I'm like, and next semester, this professor's doing African cinema, and fuck it. And she was just like, cool, let's sign you up. That's what I did. I was like, can I take this class on yeah. movies before 1945? Like, that oh, sounds Oh, I'd kill funny. myself. 
I like black and whites. I, I like do too, but black and white oh, movies. But so Nollywood um, is the Nigerian film industry, and it basically came about because colonialism. The end. Yeah. Um, people don't realize how recently some countries in Africa have become independent. It basically was all happening in the 60s and 70s. So, like, while we were doing, hey, equality, no more segregation. Bring it back around to the start of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Africa was doing, hey, independence, please. <laughs> but in, in every location. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, they were doing independence, please. And right at the southern point of Africa, they were like, apartheid. Yeah, except for South <laughs> Africa. South Africa's like, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a lot of these places didn't do it violently. So they would just request independence. Mm. And England and France would be like, yeah, okay. Seems fair. Yeah, like, I guess. Oh. Fuck it. Uh, they didn't leave any infrastructure, which is why a lot of those countries are just now starting to become really well developed. But... When they left, they just left. Mm-hmm. They didn't, like, take their shit. They were just like, cool, we're not going to leave you any semblance of an infrastructure, but, like, keep our buildings. Fuck you, bye. Leaving behind all of this film equipment. I was about to say, dude, it's like at a con- when you're doing construction, and it's like, guys, we'll leave it. It's okay, just drop and they their left shovels everything. and leave. And so <laughs> some people discovered this film equipment, and they didn't have any film school, and they had all this equipment. And so these people just went out and started making movies. That's on terrible equipment. That's so funny. And then as certain technological advances were made and it became cheaper to make movies in certain ways, everybody could make a movie. So this is no joke. In Africa right now, people are making movies on VHS cameras and editing them on cheap software that you can buy and making money because they're hits. <laughs> hits. Hits. Like... They go out with, like, that camera that your mom would take to, like, your first communion with the tape in it, but, like, the VCR tape recording onto it. Yeah, the big one. They're filming whole movies. And then they just put it in. They load it up, however the fuck they do it, and they put in, like, shitty graphics. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, these movies look terrible, and they're not that great. But at the same time, they're so fun. They are really just like limitless, uh, non-criticized, fun to make movies. That yeah, they're just, they're just fucking around, and it's really fun. Not just it's fun for them; it's fun to watch. Yeah, because and like, <laughs> and the reason I'm focusing so much on like the cassettes is because there are there was movies made between the 50s and 80s mm-hmm. in like their golden age on film, and they are good. But then when it came to VHS, anyone could do it for cheap. And it was like if the indie boom in the U.S. happened, but like everyone on your block was just out there. Just filming. Because you could do it. Yeah. I could give you 50 bucks. You could go make me a movie. Like a full Like a full movie. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Because yeah. it's you and your friends shooting on a fucking camera with VHSs. And then to edit it, all I need you to do is download some free software on your fucking home computer. Done. Bro, I'm in. <laughs> and that went on for like 30 fucking years, which makes it sound like they're not making good movies. There are actually really amazing uh, movies out there. One of them, I think, is called like Catman Do. 
which I think that every... sounds really familiar. Actually, uh, let me I think make I've sure. Seen that. If not seen it, heard of it. Uh, one of them is called Timbuktu. Amazing movie. Fucking amazing. Hmm. Okay. Visually amazing. Cinematography is amazing. The story is so simple but so good. Uh, there's a clip of a dude getting stoned, not stoned, but like stoned, stoned. to death. Yeah. Uh, fucking intense. It's just such a good movie. I think it's so good. And it does show, like, on the one hand, the style of filmmaking that's happened for the past 30 years. Not everybody's coming out of it a great filmmaker. On the other hand, there are these people that probably started doing this that are now making these incredible movies. That's cool. And they show up to make their first movie, and they know what they're doing. And you're giving them amazing cameras and shit, and they're just like, tight. Like, don't. Go, great. Let's do it. And they don't need you to show them how to set up the shot, because they've been setting up shots on a shitty home camera. So now they're like, great. That's going to look so much better. Like, it's so cool. They're like, I can make it work with this. I can definitely make it work. Yeah, it's that type of mentality, though, of like, I am pretty confident I can do this. Why? Well, because I could do it with that shit. So, fuck it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's great. I love that movie. Now I want to watch it again. It's great. Uh, but what, the, what's the wood called? It's n- Nollywood. 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 N O L. Like it's called Nollywood because of Nigeria. Yeah. Because at one point the boom was happening out of Nigeria. Uh, but yeah, Nollywood. Cool. Dope. And then, uh, to bring it back to Marvel, Loki's coming out soon. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Me too. Pumped. Uh, do you remember? It's I'm so somebody pointed out to me how fucked up the timeline is for Loki, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "It's not that bad." And then I looked into it. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Loki's dead, and this is he's, the new yeah, Loki." Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> and I was just sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, that's gonna be good." Because th- this is um, Loki before Thor: The Dark World. So he still has his deal with Thanos. Yeah, he has his deal with Thanos. This is him before the Dark World when him and Thor kind of like made up. This is him before Ragnarok. When him and him and Thor went through all that shit, so Loki's a dick again. Loki's yeah. just like a real dick, and <laughs> I'm just excited to see Owen Wilson go. Wow, time travel. Wow, wow, oh, wow. Man. Oh, you, sh- yeah, you shot Theodore Roosevelt. Wow, wow. we got to put you in jail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's coming out. I don't have a lot to say about it, but I'm sure we'll talk about there, it as there it comes was a, out. a quick effect in like one of the quick trailers that happened where loki tried to walk away and he was like time shifted back to like yeah. the seat and i was like that's cool i was like cool i'm excited for that <laughs> but i yeah. love effects like that yeah it's coming uh and then so this was a conversation i had at work that's all i got for um movies movie news uh, but this was a conversation i had at work how much money would it take to let rupaul fuck you rupaul yep of rupaul's money is rupaul offering yeah but he's gonna pay you he's saying i'll pay you you have to name your price for reference rupaul's worth is 60 million dollars he makes about fifty thousand every episode of the show his hers theirs i think his i think his too i'm looking it up he if i know i'm gonna make money off of it and i know i have the option to make money off of it it depends on the situation. If I know that if I price too high and he's like, that's too high, I have other people, then I'm like, shit, I got to go lower. Oh, no, he's not going to do that. No, you you know? Okay, you know well that. Then- you name your price from 
his money. From his money, I'd be like, bro, I'd be like, two point five million dollars. That's it. Here's the thing, I'm pan. This is I a know, good but, experience for me. But, so <laughs> I was at work talking about it, and for people that don't know, I'm very comfortable in my sexuality, and I'm very straight. Yeah. But I like money. The the, the thing is, like, I, I don't fuck with money. I don't like the thought of taking that's a lot of money still 2.5 million 2.5 mil is a lot of fucking money and i'd be able to do a lot with that i'd be able to like make more money with that money in other fields so that's why i'm comfortable with it also for me and my sexuality i'm getting something good out of it this is a win-win for me i'm having a good time and i get to learn something about rupaul this is also like a foot in the door thing this is a marketing thing i'm on linkedin like on my resume fuck rupaul people are coming at me like yo we got to hire this kid. Why? He fucked RuPaul. He knows RuPaul. So, <laughs> so I was thinking it, I wanted to make money off this. Because I was yeah. talking about it at work, and one of my buddies was like, no, fuck that. You couldn't pay me enough money. And I was like, you could probably pay me enough money. Oh, definitely. And then he's like, really? And I'm like, for sure. I would I would twist the deal on him and be like, okay, $2.5 and... You introduce me into like part of the film industry. So here's the deal that I said I would make. I want a quarter of his worth right now. So his net worth is sixty million. I'm getting fifteen million right now. So wait. Going forward. Would you want a percentage? I want a quarter percentage there of everything he makes. I want a quarter you make fifty thousand a show? Great. What's fifty divided by four? I don't know. Fucking like seventeen. Fifty divided by four? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fucking 12.5. I was wrong. Yeah, because 25. 12.5, yeah. Yeah. So now, every episode you recorded RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm getting 12.5 thousand, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You always want percentages. Let's go. Then, that's not even counting merchandising. Mm-hmm. You make money off merchandise? Fuck yeah. <laughs> now I got 15 million, and I'm making money, and all I did was get fucked. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy was like, well, you know, like, are you going in sober? And I went, oh, hell no. <laughs> I looked at my buddies. So I was like, I'm would that, be the, would that be the twist, though? You'd get paid, but you have to go in sober. That was my buddy threw that in. He's like, no, you got to go in sober. I'm like, I'll go in sober. I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> like, if I can have it my way, I'm making a quarter of all of his money, period, forever. And I'm shit face drunk. I would... <laughs> And I don't I would, black out either. Like, not for lack of trying. I've I tried. I would look at that. If I was, like, trying to throw it as a challenge at somebody, I would poison it as that. I'd be like, but you have to be sober. And RuPaul has to be, like, comfortable and happy with the experience or you're not getting paid. That's how I would do it. Because if you're unhappy, he's not going to be having fun. Fair. Yeah. So I would be like, yeah, that's a tough challenge at that point. <laughs> I'd be having a fucking great time. I'd be like, yes. Yeah. I I'd go to the Cats Meow and be like, yo, RuPaul, I, in Las, Las Vegas, Nevada, it's a fucking drag bar that I went to last week and be like, I fuck RuPaul. And I'd fucking have it out with all my, my favorite drag queens. <laughs> That'd be so fun. But uh, yeah. I'm just and we this. talked about it at work and I was like, yeah, that's what I want is all that money. But yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking... 2.5 and then me getting like a foot in the door is, is more than enough for me. <laughs> more than enough for me. No. I'd be so happy. Not for me. I'd come home and be like, Raquel, let me tell you about something. I mean, to be fair, two point, <laughs> to be fair, 2.5 mil. It's a lot. I, yeah, I'm not saying I That's wouldn't take it. expensive escort. <laughs> but it'd be like, 
the reason I would also take 15 mil is because um, I don't know if people out there who are listening to this haven't worked in the restaurant industry. My coworkers are assholes. Mm-hmm. Not the bad people. They're great people. I love the people I work with. They're I assholes. genuinely do. Yeah. We're all fucking assholes. So I know that if I show up to get drinks with them, everybody there in that building is going to know as soon as I step in that door, that's the guy that fucked RuPaul mm-hmm. or got fucked by RuPaul. However, it works for me to get 15 million. So the reason I want so much money is the first time that happens, I'm going to pay everybody off to not fucking talk about it for the rest of their life. <laughs> really? It's 15 million. I walk in with a million in my pocket. Everybody's getting a couple thousand. They're never going to talk about it again. And they don't need to know that I got 50 million. I could walk in with a million bucks, act like that was what I got and be like, how much do you want? Oh man, you want 200,000? All right, here's 200,000. How much do you want? I want 50,000. Fuck it. There you go. How much do you want? I want 8,000. 8,000. Fuck it. End of the day, my coworkers watched it happen. I go to work. Now they're going to be like, man, how much money are you going to give me? I'll be like, I'll give 3 million to all of you to (laughs) shut the fuck up about it. Now everybody in that kitchen got three million. I work with three other people. Nine million gone, ten million gone because of the million I spent the night before. I still got five million dollars. I'm happy for the rest of my life on five million dollars. I couldn't tell you right now what I'm going to buy with a million dollars. I don't even know what I'd do with five hundred thousand. Tax free. Yeah, tax free too. Nothing. We talking tax free? Yeah. Tax free money. I couldn't tell you what I'm buying. Buying a lot. I'd probably just. Probably for a month, I'd live my life normally until it sunk in and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'd be dope. Oh, that'd be great. And then. But yeah, I'd fuck RuPaul for free. Anyway. <laughs> and then uh, something happened today. Today. And I thought it was funny in the sense that I think other people will find it funny. I didn't have a good time. Why was it so funny? I went dumpster diving. Oh, really? For what? Just for shit? So, no. (laughs) I went dumpster diving twice. For people that don't know, the day we recorded this, it was 105 degrees outside. Very hot day. In the sun. Mm -hmm. In the shade, it was 96 degrees (laughs) in the shade. Good song. Check it out. Um, So, it was fucking hot. Mm Mm-hmm. Last night after my work shift, I get home, I'm laying in bed, I'm about to fall asleep, text pops up on my phone. It's my boss Mm -hmm. in the group chat going, Jake, did you throw away the linens? I'm like, no, I don't think I threw away the linens. What kind of bag were the linens in? Because I do the trash at the end of every day. Every shift that I'm there, I back my car right up to the door, throw it all in my car, drive over to the dumpster because fuck that shit, throw it all in. Drive it. I do it in one sh- one trip every time. I don't care how much trash there is. I'm like, I don't think I threw away the linens. Why? What kind of bag were they in? Were they in a trash bag? Yep. I'm like, well, where were they? She goes, they were by the cooler. I go, oh, nope. Didn't didn't throw them away. They didn't, they didn't grab a trash bag by the cooler. Done. Done. Didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Wake up this morning. Mm-hmm. to a text going well somebody's got to go dumpster diving i checked with the servers we have one server called window child that's yeah. not a real name but we all call it window child yeah she goes i had asked window child to move them she thought i meant to move them by the door they were next to the door and i was like when did she move them 
She goes, right around 3 o'clock. I went, oh, cool. So as I'm doing trash, I'm like, as I'm doing trash, this young woman put a trash bag next to the door that I put all my trash next to while I do the trash and load it into my car with other trash. She put a trash bag next to the trash while I'm doing the trash. That's where she put the trash bag? The boss goes, yeah. I went, cool. I threw it away. Yep. <laughs> I went, it's like 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, cool. I definitely threw it away. <laughs> and then all my coworkers are like, guess who's going dumpster diving? And I'm like, fuck y'all. Fucking window child. Fucking, right? I'm like, the fucking server should yeah. dive in that bitch. Uh, I didn't have to go until 9, which I thought was a blessing. Turns out it wasn't. Because by the time I showed up at work, it was 86 degrees out. And the lid on the dumpster was shut. And they're black. So it's absorbing heat. So it's like 100 So it's just hot degrees. as fuck in that dumpster. Yeah. I pulled up and was like, God damn it. Roll up, walking to work. I'm like, hey, B, uh, I'm going dumpster diving. She's like, that's smart. Before the day gets all hot, that's a good idea. I'm like, thanks. Had it myself. <laughs> now, I don't know which bag they're in. All the trash bags are black. I don't know which bag has the linens in it. And they all have different amounts of shit in them. So I'm like guesstimating. Yeah. But eventually I just said, fuck it. Grabbed a step stool and a small kitchen knife. Just climbed in the dumpster. It's hot as fuck. I'm sweaty. I had my shirt and I took my mask and I put my mask on and my shirt was black and I had the apron and I wrapped that around my mouth too. Cause I was like, it, fu- it smelled so bad. Oh yeah. I the start restaurants. Dumpster. So I start just opening bags. I'm in the dumpster. Yeah. So I start opening bags. Food's falling out. I'm like, God damn it. Bag one, open it, some food. I'm like, all right, whatever. Throw the bag. Bag two, open it, more food. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's getting grosser, too. Like, the food's getting gross. It's getting, like, more and more com- yeah. decomposed. Yeah. Cut open the third bag. It was from, like, four fucking days ago. So you're like, I'm going in the wrong direction. Rotten. <laughs> maggots. Oh. It was disgusting. There were maggots in there? It hit my oh. nose through, like, five fucking layers. I'm like, what? the fuck i pull down the mask to get a breath of fresh air all the bags i've cut open all that shit hits my face too i'm like word hot sun all these smells i literally go and my body's like word we're doing it and i vomit clean like out the side of the dumpster i wish there was a camera because you would have seen me in a dumpster i would have disappeared i would have popped up and then like a fountain just puke. <laughs> and I'm standing there. I'm like, what the fuck? Grab a fourth bag. It felt like, cut it open, linens. I went, fuck yeah. Threw it out of the dumpster. <laughs> Get back into the kitchen. My coworker B's like, how'd it go? I went, terrible. Didn't say anything. I'm like, it just didn't go well. I smelled bad. I had uh, cologne in my car. Yeah. Sprayed myself with it a couple times. Grabbed a piece of gum. Hopped back into the line. Day goes by. At the end of the day, I go out. I hadn't shut the dumpster. And there's like four different companies in the location we're at. So each company has a bunch of dumpsters. Yeah. I walk outside. There's a van in front of our dumpster throwing shit into our dumpster. That's illegal. Yeah. So I, like the hero I am, take off like a chubby Jason Bourne. (laughs) Fucking hauling. It's now 100 degrees out too. Yeah. Hauling across the parking lot yelling hey hey stop i get there these guys don't give a fuck they're like what i go you can't use that dumpster keep in mind in their heads they just did 
Yeah. So I'm like, you can't use that dumpster. They're like, why not? I'm like, it's privately owned by the company I work for. You're not allowed to use it. Please stop dumping in that dumpster. Yeah. They're like, well, we're done. I'm like, great. Can you take the stuff out of the dumpster then? If you're done, can we now get it out so you can dump it in your dumpster? They go, which dumpster's ours then? And I went, I don't know. What company do you fucking work for? Yeah. They scoff at me, get in their van, drive off. Now, my boss told me I should have done more. I personally think I did the most. I've never gotten in a fight over a dumpster. I didn't plan on getting in one now. I go inside and tell my coworker. I'm like, B, somebody else used our dumpster. She's like, how full is it? I'm like, they threw a couple boxes in it. It's pretty full. She goes and looks. She goes, can you take them out? In my head, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Sure. (laughs) I go over, grab a box, weighs like 100 pounds. I'm like, what the fuck is in this? I open it. It's slabs of wood and rock. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back inside, grab the step stool, go back out to the dumpster, climb into the dumpster, lift it up, throw it out. Underneath that box was another box full of wood with nails sticking out of it. I'm like, tight. They want me to die. Lift it, throw it out. Underneath both of these boxes was a slab of granite used for a countertop. I literally went, you gotta be fucking joking. (laughs) I go to pick it up and under the granite were all the trash bags that I had cut open. So all this rotten food and bugs and all this shit was caked on one side of the slab and I dropped it and I went huh? and then I went no no and I like stood at the edge of the dumpster that I'm now inside of and I'm just like <sighs> and I went I'm not puking get back turn around grab the slab lift it up lean against the wall all this food is caked on it I'm like fuck it just barehanded clean it <laughs> Get out of the dumpster, because now it's like standing oh, at the edge. Get out of the dumpster, grab it, lean it out. It slides out, hits the ground, snaps in half clean. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. One else half is heavy. <laughs> well, no, so now I'm picking them up, and I didn't know which dumpster was theirs, but there are two giant blue ones. Yeah. So I built this like weird box stone house mm-hmm. in between the two of them. <laughs> and I left it there. And now I'm dripping sweat. Disgusting. Go inside. My coworker B is just like, I took a while. I'm like, I'm pretty confident. I just lifted 200 pounds worth of shit. I don't have to go to the gym today. I've also puked. That's cool. She's like, when did you puke? I'm like, this morning. I didn't tell anybody because it was from getting inside a dumpster. I had to get inside the dumpster, by the way, because some fucking child threw away our linens. And then I just went, can I, can I go home? <laughs> and she let me go home. And I was like, thank, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that sucks. It was rough that's a literal garbage day fuck you (laughs) now that sucks those they just scoffed and fucking left yeah dude they were assholes they're just like and my boss was like next time get their license plate number and i went next time what the fuck there's never gonna be a next time lock (laughs) the fucking dumpsters and i told everybody i'm like from now on whenever anybody uses the dumpster lock it i don't care and they're like well what if we're coming and going with trash i'm like lock it i don't care I went out to check and see if it was open. There was no van. I go out a second time, and they had somehow emptied a construction site into the dumpster. <laughs> like, locked the fucking thing. But yeah, so that's how my day went. Was that today? That was today. You went to the gym today. I did. Well, had to work. You. Had to work on legs. <laughs> After sprinting, got my, like got my arms Moore? Got my arms done at work. Did my legs at the gym. Fuck oh. it. Well, sore tomorrow. Setting the bar low for this week, only going to get better. <laughs> but yeah, next time, 
Maybe we'll have an intro. Who knows? Who knows? By 25, that's the that's the cutoff. 25. 25. It's 25. the cutoff. It's going to happen. Yep. Quarter but of 100. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks for watching. If you watched yeah. it on YouTube, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening on Spotify and SoundCloud. That's, that's all I got for this week. Yeah. I don't have anything else to talk about. Thanks for listening to Jake on his Instagram and uh, Snapchat. If you're coming through there. It's called Clout. <laughs> I have it. Thanks, Jake, for the clout. <laughs> One of my but, favorite videos. You're just after clout. I am the clout. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, bye everybody. See you next week. Bye everybody. Peace.